Some CDU politicians have got caught making extra money off the pandemic, prompting criticism from other CDU politicians who used to make extra money off arms companies. Meanwhile, it turns out that Julian Reichelt, aka the tumour on the colon of the gutter press, is in fact a big bully. Time for some bourbon and coke. But press your thumbs for Megan's black belt in speaking German. It's masking time. everybody. It's time for another episode of Megan's Megacan. I'm Megan and I'm here with uh, ex-Berliner magazine and Conrad Werner. Hello, Conrad. Hello. I'm trying a jauntier thing. I yeah, think, I think we need thing, more yeah. jaunt in 2021. And I, I think you're looking either appreciative or alarmed or a combination of both, but I'm going with it. Uh, anyway. You um, all right? How's your week been? I have been investigating corruption in the Chinese healthcare market. Oh, if- no. Which oh, involves German, awful. a German company and some other multinational companies. Oh, no. And no. it's just quite a lot of work. Turns out, like, real journalism, on, you know, as opposed to chatting on a podcast, is actually quite hard work. Exhausting, <laughs> yes. It does your head in. <laughs> it also sounds like a around. super depressing tema as well. It's not depressing. I mean, I wouldn't say it was necessarily depressing. It's oh, just, okay. um, just kind of quite involved. Can you imagine, like, a big string, a logical string... Where you go, yeah. this proves this, this proves this, yes. this proves this. And as soon as you've got one thing fixed in your head, saying this proves this, and you go, okay, that's fine. And then someone else goes, yeah, but what about that other thing? You said, does that still does that still prove if that case? And then you have to go back oh, no. and like, and like, like it's like knock that mold on the head, like that whack a mole. You got to knock that, yeah. knock that mole down, that logical mole, and then another yeah. one pops up somewhere else, yeah. and you got to like keep the same bits of information in your head at the same time it's a bit like being a lawyer or something it's like what can you prove what can you absolutely prove about something yeah so, yeah, yeah that's been... a lot different to what we do here <laughs> and... which is here are the bare facts that we have yeah googled <laughs> and i am working because we know yeah. that something has happened and we know that some we should know some things about it and then here are our opinions okay and sweet. uh yeah and there's been like a, a legal team is also involved who are checking all my facts and then i have to talk to them and stuff oh god that sounds nightmarish well so, it's friday it's friday which can only mean one thing well it's friday currently i don't know who where it is with everybody else but let's just pretend for everyone right now yeah it's 6.46 on a Friday, which is <laughs> mega can time. And you've had a bad week. I have a big German exam on Monday morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, highest, the highest level of German. Great. Which you can master. Is it? Is or at least like a grand master? 60% master. <laughs> All I need is 60%. Reading, writing, speaking, listening. It'll be fine. And then um, you'll be a black belt in German. Is well, it like the highest thing that you can do? Sort of. Right. Sort of. I sort of know where I need... Yeah, anyway, it's very boring. But it is a bit like that. I think that I know something and then I'll have to conjugate something. I'm like, oh no. Or I'll realise I've been using a word and then I'm like, if I get... I know that grammar rule, but if I get a question on how to apply that rule or what the rule is... Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so we have cola because I need something like sweet. I genuinely feel like I'm depleted Okay. And you have a choice with whiskey and coke day. Okay. At the at the Apollo and you can have Johnny and Cola or Jim Beam and Cola. So a mm. scotch and cola or a bourbon and cola. Hmm, I think I'll try a bourbon and cola. Oh my goodness, not going for the Johnny. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. 
Right. Oh God, why do I smell it every time? It's like putting your nose up to a car exhaust. I, I, like that, and that to me is the quintessential mega can, which has become so quintessential that in our friend group, if you talk about, we've ceased to call whiskey and Coke a whiskey and Coke. It's just a mega can in a glass. <laughs> huh. I think it's coined by the wonderful Gemma. So anyway, I look so, forward to the day of drinking it's things been... in glasses. <laughs> I don't want to start talking about the news. Don't make me. Okay. It's been a big week in the German news. It's been quite exciting. It um, has. If you are of a left-wing persuasion, it's been a sort of triumphant week. It has. Yes, definitely. The the conservative parties, the CDU and the CSU, have been riven have been yeah. uh, devastated by a, a, a series of corruption scandals. They really, really have. Yeah. In an election year, it couldn't have come at a worse time for no. the CDU-CSU. It's um, like I can imagine lots of scenes of the thick of it. Malcolm Tucker, if anyone in the CDU would, has ever in their entire life been as entertaining as Malcolm, Malcolm <laughs> Tucker is, which is impossible. Um, just, just like, what? Ah! So been, talk me through, uh, what's happening? There are three different scandals to keep My your head God. on, but most of them are the, the main, the biggest one is this is the face mask scandal. Mask, mask and gate. Lawmakers <laughs> Nicolas Löbel and Georg Nusslein, Löbel is from the CDU and Nusslein is from the CSU, are accused of having personally enriched themselves through by lobbying for a mask supplier. And winning a contract for a, for masks, and Lerbel has a company which made two hundred fifty thousand euros in commissions for acting as an intermediary in mask contracts. He has now stepped down. What? Sorry, his... I I am about to appear even more naive <laughs> than I usually do on this podcast, and I'm just going to say a series of like what? Um, because that, this shocks me. And a lot of people have have expressed uh, their shock. For example, German president Frank Walter Steinmeier, who's like Germany's moral lodestar. Is that the president? Yeah. Literally, I forget his name. Well, I cannot keep it in my head. Like every time, it's not that I go, "Oh yeah, that's the president." I'm literally like, "Who? <laughs> what?" <laughs> Can you picture him? <laughs> Maybe. He's got white hair and glasses. I was really out of my mind once running through the tear garden and I remember coming across his house and just standing there being like, whoa. <laughs> you were out of your mind running through the tear garden? Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. We'd been to a something. <laughs> I don't know. We were just like running, wasted through the tear garden. Oh, and then you weren't we having and... a nervous breakdown. You weren't no, like, no, 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 no. Sorry. I mean, out of my mind, like in a, in a, in a, oh, okay. been a few mega cans, shall we right, say. Right. Okay. I see. Oh, well him. Right. Um, so what did he say? Frank he Walter a... Steinmeier. He said it was a... Frankfurter. Frank Walter. Oh, Frank Walter. Who said this was a poison for democracy. It's not just about trusting the integrity of individuals. It's about trusting the integrity of the state and its institutions. I know, it's really funny. I've actually heard that in a podcast and it literally out of his mouth. I still couldn't remember who the fuck he was. But now that you've said that, I was like, oh, I've heard this. Uh, good. And then um, other people who have expressed their moral outrage... And this one's a bit funnier, is Wolfgang Schäuble, the current president of the Bundestag, the okay, former yes, finance yes. minister. Yes. And way before then, one of the people in the CDU who were really wanted to become chancellor. Mm-hmm. This is in the end of the 90s. Mm-hmm. But 
he also expressed his outrage saying that anyone who has a has, has personally enriched themselves in a emergency situation such as this one is simply unanständig what's unanständig i have no idea might come up in your test yeah, that's what I'm fucking thinking. Now I'm panicking. <laughs> improper. Uh, improper. Something like improper, yeah. Um, and is not, cannot be vereinbar with a seat in the Bundestag. So it cannot, you know, cannot jibe with having a seat. Cannot jibe with. It cannot be aligned with. <laughs> cannot be aligned with. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is quite funny that he should say that because. Oh, God, um, why? He. The, one of the reasons why he didn't become chancellor or leader of the CDU was because he <laughs> because at the end of the nineties the CDU was in a, an even bigger corruption scandal which uh, tarnished the reputation of Chancellor Helmut Kohl which was to do with party donations ah, not okay. being declared and party like and uh, at the time Schäuble was accused of getting a hundred thousand Deutschmarks in an envelope. And passing it on, he said, I did not touch the envelope. Or he did touch the envelope, but he did not touch anything that was in the envelope or open the envelope. That's fine then. That's, and, that's fine. That's, that's, that's the moral. But he did pass it on rules. to the CDU treasurer. It could have had anything in it, Conrad. He's not... It's, yeah. Was it like a clear plastic envelope? <laughs> a wee poly pocket? No, probably not. Leave him alone, okay. poor man. Uh, it came from uh, an, an arms company. Oh, Jesus, what? So that was back in those days. He got caught up in that. And uh, so what I'm trying to do is I sort of establish there's a kind of a tradition in the CTU of some kind of oh, little bit Oh, because I, you know, when I hear stories like this, what I'm like is, isn't it awful when a few bad apples spoil the whole bunch? So a lot of people have been making that point, saying it's not a bad apple situation. No. This is like a systemic problem. Oh, I was like, oh, it's kind of out of our usual topics today what we're going to discuss but no the other the other scandal involves a man called mark hauptmann mm-hmm. who is a lawmaker from Südthüringen, who publishes a newspaper called the Südthüringen courier and they ran ads from big countries including azerbaijan taiwan and vietnam and he like there's a kind of Conflict run, of interest conflict there, of, he's yeah. supposed to represent the German kind of yeah. government and people, but he's doing business kind of yeah. off the books with... Yeah, Azerbaijan. Not off the books, like... There's been a few, there's been a few Azerbaijan-based scandals in the CDU recently. Cause they, there's been a lot of fucking Azerbaijan-based scandals, <laughs> full stop. It's a shit show. Right. It's a kind of big sort of a authoritarian dictatorship. It's bad, in bad, the bad, bad boys. Um, but they few... have got loads of money, which the CDU enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. So we should say that other German parties cannot, you know, aren't necessarily uh, clean. Uh, this is just happens to have be. There's been the week of CDU scandals, but the SPD, famously the uh, ex-Chancellor Gerhard Schröder, uh, lobbied for Gazprom and Rosneft, and uh, those made... are just things you made up. They're either like techno <laughs> record labels or some kind of horrible fossil fuel companies. Which is it? Gazprom's a Russian fossil fuel company. Damn it! <laughs> Gas company. <laughs> Gas company, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... And they also have a... a yeah. And Mayor Peter Feldman, author of the SPD, he's uh, a mayor, I think, in Frankfurt. Uh, mm-hmm. He is also currently under investigation by the state prosecutors in Frankfurt over uh, suspicion of 
I love that you're just translating as you go. We do know what we're talking about here. We just sometimes have to have it in fact in front of us because otherwise. Yeah, I want to be informative. Because we're drinking. Please, everyone needs to remember we're drinking. Vorteilsnahme. What's that? Like taking advantage? Yeah, right. Okay. So, So, yeah, all political parties, not great. The CDU. Seem to be leading the pack in terms of corruption. SPD, yeah. also not tadlos, unflawless. Yeah. And this kind of ties in with... FPD a, like a, is be- basically yeah. balls deep in that as well. They must be. They just don't have any power, so nobody cares. Oh, yeah. This has like, been an issue for like years and years, decades, is the issue of Nierbeneinkünfte. So the income that the, that the MPs take on the side... Yeah, this to me other jobs, is like other jobs. kind of insane. Surely being an MP is your job. You should not necessarily also be running a newspaper and a mask company negotiating a mass production negotiators. Like what? Well, I don't know what. I don't even know where that is. It's just going to be an absolute nightmare for conflict of interest. And but this, I think it's it's really hard to align um, like acting in the public interest as a politician is supposed to and capitalism basically the two cannot right. be done like I just I genuinely do not see how it can happen and well, I think this is just showing that no it does seem to me that if you allow MPs to have other jobs they are going to do other jobs and then there's going to be conflict of interest. Like that is that it seems like a natural state of affairs. Like obviously this is going to happen. And there was a study last year that I can quote. There are 709 MPs at the moment. 215, so about a third of them, uh, have side jobs, and they earned between them 25 million in three years. 25 million euros. Okay. And, this is um, very. And, it, and it's kind of like a lot of to do with the lobby register problem. It's the, the lack of transparency with, with what happens in the Bundestag and the CDU and the SPD, but mainly the CDU are always like blocking new um, new legislation to bring in the, uh, some kind of register for lobbyism, lobbying, yeah, which is like a is standard of... thing, which I should just want other thing. Uh, this is a kind of, it's really a standard thing in a democracy. Like America, the, the US Congress has a really big, very transparent uh, lobbying laws about what ha- the level of what, what, what donation you're allowed to accept and what you're allowed to earn. You have to declare all that in America. And it's the same in uh, the UK. And it's kind of a standard thing in any democracy. It's insane to me but, that they that we don't yeah. have it here. And they did bring in, I think, last week, didn't they? They Like the CDU and the SPD agreed finally on like an update, like on a, a lobby register. Yeah. But as far as I'm aware, these things that happened this week the lobby register would have done nothing to circumvent that. Like, the, it wouldn't have been effective in combating this kind of corruption. Yeah. So it's just like, so it's just like anyone can go to anyone in the Bundestag or in the, in the, in the, like, Senat, wherever you are, and be like, give anyone an amount of money and no one knows. Yeah. I just pass you envelopes. Is that like, an, <laughs> is that an actual thing that we're doing? That's insane. Yeah, there's no there's there's no record of which lobbyists are meeting which 
MPs and what happens in those meetings that that is not recorded and what a lot of the donations recorded like over a certain amount of money or not yeah but it's pretty high 50,000 euros a year Jesus so anything below 50,000 euros a year you don't even have to uh, publish that or um, yeah so yeah uh, in another country like for example I researched this once I think it's in the UK it was about 5,000 for the hurdle anything below 5,000 you'd have to yeah which seems kind of like Anyway, yeah, so there's that. So I just want to say that it's, like, it's kind of bad. That's an absolutely terrible thing. Things are, to, things are going on. And it's going badly are going because... Things pear-shaped for the CDU at the moment. And they're all yeah. under so much pressure, obviously, from the... the oh, the other, the other Azerbaijan-based um, scandal oh, was God. that a state secretary who's also an MP, he got a phone call from Azerbaijan about... <laughs> Uh, Here, Azerbaijan's on the phone, right? Two minutes. Just about ventilators. And, uh, and he was asked to make a phone call to a ventilator company in Germany to see whether they could maybe um, make some ventilators for Azerbaijan because they really need some. And that is also... And, and this company apparently felt that this was a certain amount of political pressure to accept this, you know... A, ah, a, okay. Because they were maybe like oh no Azerbaijan sorry we're not going to be able to like give you those ventilators and then yeah like the local politician phones you up and goes see about those ventilators are you absolutely sure are you sure that's just madness that's terrible but I mean as you said if you're on the the other side of the spectrum from the CDU maybe you know not reason to celebrate but like it yeah. politically may be promising because it is we've got a lot of elections coming up. Yeah. Like you said, this is not a good time for like creepy Azerbaijan slash people profiting from the pandemic, yeah. which is so disgusting. I'm not even going to go into it. He's and also so dumb. Like, this is the other thing. I'm like, if you're going to be like a corrupt politician, at least be smart about it so they don't have to worry that you're just in top of being corrupt, you're also incompetent. <laughs> you haven't thought like, do you know what, lads? We can always profit off this at a different time. This is probably not the time to do it because if this comes to light, it's going to fuck us. Yeah. Like they haven't even thought about that. Well, they think the problem is the law lets them get away with a lot. Yeah. And then they don't think, oh, well, if it comes out, we can just say, well, we didn't actually break the law, which they didn't. And then they go, oh, well, you know, they, they don't really no, have I'm a... Sorry, but again, if you're not politically minded enough to go like this coming out in the middle of a pandemic will be really yeah. bad for me. Yeah. Like you should not be running like you shouldn't be doing a paper route, let alone running yeah. a local newspaper. <laughs> like absolutely so, not. So this is the level like this, this, this other scandal is like a smaller scandal. This thing about Azerbaijan. I should just spell it out exactly because I've... Um, I know what I'm talking about now. Good. <laughs> he's Good. called Thomas Barais. Mm-hmm. He is a MP for the CDU and he's also a parliamentary state secretary in the economy ministry. And okay. he is supposed to have um, made a phone call on behalf of Azerbaijan to a <laughs> medical technology company called Löwenstein in the town of Bad Ems asking about their order of 150 ventilators and that's what he did. Like he said, like, oh, this country has just, uh, they just sort of phoned up and he said, oh, what's happened to these ventilators that this country ordered? And this company felt like that phone call from the economy ministry was a little bit of 
extra pressure. Well, yeah, because it was. And that's how it was meant. <laughs> yeah. I hope he did it in like um, Eurovision style. Um, where they call in, you know, it's like, we are hearing the results from Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> For your current speed at fulfilling this yeah. order. That's mad. And that, and the economy ministry did confirm that that <laughs> telephone call took place. Oh, wow. We. And so but was- though, uh, though Barice claims that at no point did he... Uh, demand that the company like make it a priority of that delivery. You know, he didn't say. I didn't say make those ventilators first. But are you? Are you? Just... Are you? Are you serious? Oh, God. <laughs> See when people are in a corner. I, it's simultaneously you... one of the things that enrages me the most, and also I just love because it's such a human like. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually say. I didn't <laughs> yeah. actually say that. I was like, yeah, but we don't exist in like a contextless vacuum, mate. <laughs> yeah. If you call up and say, on behalf of Azerbaijan, or oh, calling from the, um, <laughs> what is the Ministry for the Economy? Yeah. Just, just wondering. And just wondering go, about the mental. Just wondering. No, oh, no pressure. He's just genuinely interested. Maybe he <laughs> yeah. loves Azerbaijan, and he just, he just wants to know as much as he can. <laughs> yeah. How lovely. And he had like a lunchtime off and, you know, I don't know. He's just, it's just an interested, <laughs> oh God. Um, so, yeah. So that's where we are with the CDU scandals. And it's a terrible time because lots of elections yeah. are coming up, including two on, two on Sunday? Two on Sunday. In Who's voting on Sundays? Baden-Württemberg. Mm-hmm. Germany's most prosperous state. Oh, I always think it's Bayern, but it's not. That must annoy them. That must annoy <laughs> the, the, the Bayernese. Well, it's touch and go. I mean, they're, they're, they're neck and neck. But they have a lot of, they're doing pretty well down there. And the other state is uh, Rhineland-Palatinate. Rhineland-Pfalz. Rhineland-Pfalz, yes. <laughs> a sort of smaller state that people kind of don't think about very much, but it is a, 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 an important state as well. Uh, it, also in the west of Germany. Yeah. And um, it, what is interesting is because these, these scandals... And generally, the whole situation in Germany with the vaccine disaster has led the CDU to be um, like dropping like a stone in the polls. Yes. And the the most Not interesting... Not hearing much about Jens Spahn's uh, candidacy for the chancellor, <laughs> chancellor position. No. And this makes the election in Baden-Württemberg probably the most interesting. Oh. Because... There is a chance where in Baden-Württemberg the current government is the Green Party is the biggest party. That's also quite surprising. To yeah, me, but with their first ever state premier in um, Kretschmann, mm-hmm. and their coalition partners are the CDU. But if the if the polls, uh, Winfried Kretschmann, if the polls don't go the way the CDU would like them to go, then Kretschmann could have a choice of. Um, second coalition partner and he could choose the SPD would that be like a massive upset in Baden-Württemberg have like the CDU been in some kind of power there for yeah generations or I would imagine so but I don't want to yeah they have yeah it's a a, a very conservative state yeah and I mean Kretschmann is like one of the more conservative greens well yeah I would imagine coming on he jives very well with the CDU (laughs) (laughs) nice um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's like a big. He's a, it's a big deal now. He has a. Cho- he could also choose an ample, uh, a traffic-like coalition. I cannot deal with German after all of these Corona measures. No more freaking traffic lights, lads. We're done. 
<laughs> this is can, a different traffic light. I can't cope. Stufe Rot, Stufe so, Dings. What are the three colours in the traffic light? I don't know, because the last traffic light I was uh, with was from the Berlin um, Education Authorities, and there were four fucking lights on the thing. Four colours. I've no idea. No, hang on. So green must be the greens. Right. And red is SPD. And then orange would be... Oh, no. <laughs> Not the F, FPD there. Indeed, yellow. yes. Oh, gross. That so would be the yellow... Gross, gross, gross. ...colour of the FTV. And that is called a traffic light coalition in Germany. Or an ample coalition. And that would have a good chance of getting in. Uh, anyway, so we will see what will happen. And, of course, all this, this is leading up to the big election at the end of the year in September... And who knows what the world will look like yeah. by then and so the parties all want to like build up momentum towards the big election yes right? yes a, it is the, it's elections on all levels of German government this year which is very exciting yeah well not yeah but it, yes it is in Berlin it is sorry yeah I just get excited <laughs> at any time there's a Bezirkung because it's the only time I'm allowed to go down and vote so on the 26th of September the uh the the, 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 the the there's a federal election uh, on the same day as the state election in Berlin on the same day as the as okay the yeah municipal sorry that's elections. me being very um, Berlin centric but there's a lot of there's a it's a super election year yeah and there are another six state elections happening as well as the federal election this year so exciting so uh, you know so we will see what will happen on Sunday. In, in do you know what this it's awful but like I'm so upset about the vaccination strategy in Germany but if it's going to get the conservatives out of par oh, <laughs> maybe I don't know silver linings people I, I sorry that sort of like seems like it's uh, trivialising the fact that coronavirus is obviously a very deadly thing but yeah it could <laughs> it could also tarnish Angela Merkel's reputation yeah but they're going to be horrible to her whatever way like do you know what's not going to turn like when they see the holy shit show of what's going to follow her when all of these men of the CDU who can't seem to do anything properly I don't know maybe don't we know. should be criticising her more but it's also um, anyway anything yeah. else well the other thing is that um, Julian Reichelt got me too'd you are delighted about this aren't you well a little bit he, Julian Reichelt is the editor-in-chief of the Bild newspaper, which is like a, a cancer on German He's also society. your nemesis, I think. Like he, I really hate him. But... He, this is the only subject on which you are more, like, <laughs> aufgeregt than I am. He just You're said... just like, after, after, hello, hello. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think I've become a little bit more zen about it now because I've, I've learned to accept... You know, that some people are able to make quite a lot of money by annoying people like me. Yeah, and, but and, he's also uh, got a bit of a comeuppance this week, which means yeah, you're he's probably got able to be more zen about him. So what's the story? What's happened? He has um, has been accused of repeated bullying and abuse in the workplace. Mobbing, as the Germans call, yeah. call it, um, of um, particularly female colleagues who are working for him. He's accused of having affairs with people working for him and then promoting them when he was having an affair and then demoting them when the affair is over, that kind of oh thing. Oh, God. And like, that's cause... old school kind of... Oh, <laughs> gross. And he... Yeah. Uh, and, and now it's caused in the 
um, the the media company is called Axel Springer, which is sort of the German equivalent of the like the Murdoch Empire. Yeah, yeah. The that's caused a kind of big internal investigation. Uh, what is just kind of I mean the whole the, the thing is if you work for the built newspaper you're working for a bully like the whole newspaper is a, is a bully for Germany. It is. We they were talking everyone. about this. This is the kind of publication that will take a virologist such as the 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 sainted Christian Drosten who just became a public figure. I mean, I don't know, like maybe you could be more cynical and maybe he does like the attention, but like come on, I've, we've we've got a podcast. It's fun like yeah. shooting the shit about stuff that you're interested in every week and he starts that and he started off just to kind of calm the German people down and explain things about the pandemic and the builds like we're going to take you and make you Dr. Man, yeah. who just wants to explain scientific studies and like maybe keep people safe. You're going to become our public enemy number one. Yeah. Like that's the kind of, what does that bring other than meanness and bullying? And I, I think that, that, yeah, so the built sizing is the built sizing. It's, it's, it's a fucking, it's a cancer on and the German And it doesn't, does it German even soul. have like a... Like a particular political. So anyone kind who of... works for it is going to be in caught up in that. Yeah, yeah. Cancerous environment, toxic environment, and, yeah, I, and I, I, it would be, it would have been like even more surprising if he hadn't been like a toxic boss, a toxic bully. Yeah, boss. like it's like not it would su- have been uh, you know if yeah. he'd have been like a really cool boss. Yeah, that would have been more surprising. It's no, it's not. Of, it's um, not surprising at all, and it's still not. A chilled out entertainer. He's not a chilled out entertainer. What's a chilled out entertainer? You're saying that like as a phrase. I've never heard it. <laughs> it's David Brent out of, oh, out of the office. I can only watch the American <laughs> office. I can't, I can't get started on Ricky Gervais right now. Mm. Uh, anyway, he's not a chilled out boss. He's a, he, he's a bully. And, you know, I can, I, and he, I, there's no other way. Because his predecessor at the Bild Zeitung, called Diekmann, was also accused of sexual harassment. Well, he was accused of actual rape. And Julian Reichelt, who was working for him at the time, he was like his protege, um, like dug up dirt on his accusers. And, you know, it's all dirty and horrible and disgusting. It is absolutely and, and, horrible. And it just shouldn't. Yeah. I guess there's like, like we have to accept that some part of society, there's going to be this toxic part of life, which is going to like, like it, as long as there's money in being toxic and controversial, we're going to have to accept that these toxic yeah. publications exist and horrible things happen. And um, But yeah, I, I do know. think, like, maybe the worm is turning. Like, the fact that this is becoming a thing that... I don't know, this is what I would like to think. Certainly the kind of Julian Reichelt and the Piers Morgans of the world... I said that very German. Piers Morgan. Uh, Piers Morgan. Sounds nicer in German. Yeah. They seem very removed from young people's world that I sort of like have a little bit of insight into, I guess, maybe. But again, that's only like a very privileged kind of Berlin bubble, mm. private school. But so anyway, I don't know. I hope it's changing. I hope, mind you, fucking they love Ben Shapiro, the young folks, don't they? I don't know. <sighs> and with that sigh. With that sigh, have you finished your mega cam? Yeah, pretty much like half an inch left <laughs> it's really good this johnny and cola i'm really enjoying it yeah i'm really i, I didn't realize how much i wanted a mega can i think as soon as you came in 
I was like staring at your bag. You have this Pavlovian response <laughs> to me arriving with my like Mary Poppins bag of Megas. <laughs> like, what are you gonna What are you gonna get out of your bag this time? I know. This week? I really realized when I had that break from drinking, which I'd still highly recommend to everybody. Like just even saying here, like I felt drunk by the end of it because it's just this kind of. <laughs> that's just what I'm used to. Anyway. Yeah. Let's see what happens with the results of these elections on Sunday. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, tune, tune in next week for the results from Baden-Württemberg and the rest, the Rhineland Palatinate. What the fuck is it called? Palatinate. Palatinate. Yeah. Rheinland-Pfalz, I think we can just call it. Yeah. I think that's fine. Have a lovely uh, week, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. And, wear, wear uh, your masks. Wear your masks. And um, don't touch anyone. Do not buy the build. Don't buy the build. Absolutely not. Don't even share those <laughs> headlines on yeah. the socials. It's it's a cancer, as Conrad says, on yeah. our Soul. sailor. Good luck with your exam next week. Oh, fuck. I'm so nervous. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.